This episode of the Disc Golf Podcast is brought to you by otbdiscs.com. At one point in time, if you listened to the show, you knew uh, about our little secret site to get awesome discs. Uh, it's not a secret anymore. It is a site where you can learn everything about the discs you're purchasing before you actually have them in your hands. Get disc weight, dominess, flatness, all kinds of ratings. Learn it before you get it in there and get your favorite disc at only the best discs. OTBDisc.com. Use promo code DGPODCAST to get free shipping on your next order. What's up, disc golfers? Welcome to episode 100, 236. Wow. Of the Disc Golf Podcast. My name is Robin. Alongside me, my longtime friend, avid disc golfer, Joe. You just had yourself a uh, Sesame Street, the count moment. One, 200. <laughs> you nailed it. It's super good. The Count is rad. He's an underrated Sesame Street character, by the way, if y'all didn't know. Oh, oh, you can talk about the next person on the pod. We also have joining us Tyler Brickley of Disc Golf Comedy and the DGA Marketing Specialist. Hello. It is very good to be here at your 100th <laughs> podcast, 200th podcast episode. Three hundred. Nope, it's not there right yet. around the corner. Uh, I feel like I need to make sure this is episode two thirty six right now. Just, <laughs> it for just sure. Be safe. <laughs> it is for sure two thirty six. It is for sure two thirty six. That's pretty impressive, guys. I think I've only made like I I have a lot of podcasts, but they're all only at like episode seven or eight. So even if you add them all together, it's well, technically you're part of uh, a few different hundreds like your your first episode was probably in the the late hundreds i think you're probably both oh that's right because you've been in the 200 i was gonna be episode 200 but something yeah totally we definitely yeah no i was was, i remember uh, and i'm fine i'm not mad anymore i've (laughs) talked to my therapist about it but i was gonna be 200 and something happened and you had somebody big on for episode 200. I'm going to scroll back and see who I got outplayed by. It was a it was a scheduling conflict. Sure it was Matt was. Bell. I'm sorry. Sure and, it was. Um, we had uh, we had Joe and I on. Oh my gosh, guys, was, is that the one? I shouldn't I even be bringing this up right now. This is like this is maybe going to get cut. You don't have an episode 200 on your like on the podcast library thing. It got deleted because is... it was highly controversial. You should have had me on, suckers. It would have been awesome instead of whatever it was. Uh, you know, I, I I, didn't want to bring this up because it, you can be sensitive at times. I, well, as we found, you, 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 I don't want to say noticed, it like that. You, you've lashed out occasionally. Um, you can and, be a wham wham. It's fine. And. Uh, <laughs> It's fine. Just what? It, just say we what. Just, say what you're gonna say for him. We oh, we got the metrics back, and it, it was it was okay. It wasn't 
bad. It was <laughs> maybe it's because they couldn't hear me. Uh, I should just take this opportunity to apologize to Joe. I mean, it Joe. wasn't bad. It was just you know, disc golf podcast. Apologize to everybody. Like the the last time I was on this uh, this production, my microphone it was a bad situation. And when I say bad situation, it was a very good. I mean, like the microphone that I was using was very expensive. But because of that, every single breath, movement, thought that I had the previous day was coming through the microphone and into the recording software. And Joe had to go. He told me he spent I heard it all. I 17 heard it all. hours in post to clean up the audio, and it still sounded terrible. I heard every thought you had. And I was disturbed a little bit here and there, but I made it work. Can we rabbit trail? Do we do that here? I left. What's a rabbit trail? Rabbit hole? I left now. Don't, don't hole, talk about right? rabbit holes. This is a family show. I took a camera out and was recording on the DGA Hypercane. You guys should check it out. Fuck, it's a rabbit trail. And hey, shut your rabbit holes. I was recording <laughs> about the DGA Gross. Hypercane. Gross. And I left my camera on and then it was with me for three and a half hours. And most of that time I was in my car. And. I hope your wife never heard what was going on. I got to tell you guys something. This is just completely candid. And like, it was such a cool moment for me in my life because I was like, I, you know, that they say that whole thing about who you are when you're alone. Like, that's who you really are. I am. I was so like happy and I was singing and I was laughing and I was talking to myself and I would talk to somebody on the phone. Then I'd get off and then I'd like scat like some of the words from our conversation and like I drove by a lady who was having like, and this is okay. Now maybe this does sound way too self-serving, but I'm just saying it was cool because I drove by somebody who was like ambulance, like they were doing CPR or something. And I drove by and like, I'm praying for her out loud in my car as we drive by. And like, I went back and I listened to all this three and a half hours of just like really who you are, like no, uh, you know, filters. Filter. Right. Yeah. And I just came away from that. I was like, I really like myself. There you go. That's the point. But I'm not like, I don't want you to think I'm obsessed with myself, but it was a good moment for me. Like I'm proud of who I am. All right. It's been a great episode with Tyler. Hey, we're going to have to pivot. It's like also, and go to- it's so meta. It's so like therapy all of a sudden I, and not like, no, that's rad. No, that's super <laughs> duper cool. I, that is, that is honestly, actually very cool and a couple of things like what you said about like praying for somebody in an ambulance nearby like one of the best things you can do i mean i would have stopped and like got (laughs) ambulance so like yeah this lady's like bleeding out and i'm like wow please send somebody to help her as i drive back to my lunch meeting or whatever no that but that sort of that sort of positive thinking about what is going on around you and like rather than getting angry at something or or uh focusing on what's going wrong the kind of like i'm going to put a you know positive thought out towards these people around me that it's important and it it carries through in sports in different ways like it going to disc golf which is what this podcast is about wait what disc why like, would we go to disc that same concept of extending that positive thought process like i'm going to i'm going to make this putt i'm going to play well today i'm going to be good today you know that that is an important way to think about life i have the same just anytime i see somebody like getting cpr on a disc golf course it's the same thing 
you know, like put yes. positive. It happens all the time. Like you'd actually be surprised how physical and demanding disc golf is. Uh, how people are yeah, dropping playing. all over the place. I'm kind of worried about the health of people in Kansas. If I'm being totally honest. <laughs> well, back to the meth. Uh, yeah, there's. <laughs> Listen to the pre-show, but yeah, uh, oof, that's uh, that's a little scary. Um, no, I, honestly, like just like Robin said, that's really cool to like. Um, it was like a gift. It was like a little get that perspective of of your crazy world glimpse. And, and really, totally like I. I feel like if I had the same moment going, I'd feel pretty good about my world. Um, but I don't know. Yeah. Have you have you ever listened to the Reply All podcast, Tyler? Uh-uh. Do you guys? So, do you guys uh, do it? I, Joe I doesn't. Don't. Certainly. Uh, why not. would I listen um, to it? Uh, it's a popular podcast. I, I listen to comedy podcasts because mm. I don't like drama or things but, of that nature. But nonetheless, they had an episode where um, they had uh, essentially given one of the hosts had uh, intentionally given the other host a uh, a hacked phone, so a phone that could record audio, could record video at that certain times. It does. Could it do- sounds super sketch. You should listen to the episode. It's very cool. But the end result was that the one host was like semi-annoyed at how wholesome the other one was. <laughs> <laughs> and like and like how how like genuinely good daddy was and like all the different stuff. But it was just like it was uh, it, the episode was meant to show how much our phones can record of us. Yeah, sure. Yeah. If they're, you know, allowed to. Yeah. And uh, but it had a funny kind of uh, second layer to it, which was that uh, the other host was disgusted by how wholesome and kind that is he was. Tyler, so funny. Tyler, can you do me a favor and remind me never to give Robin a hack phone? <laughs> yeah, probably. I, I'm 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 worried about what will come out of that. <laughs> um, I like to think of Robin as like a wholesome dirt bag, uh-huh. and if he's just wholesome through and through, or just a dirt I, bag. I don't, I right. Well, that one I'd be fine be with. Okay. But just wholesome through and through, I don't I don't know what I'd do with that. <laughs> like if I don't hear a lot of like daddy this and daddy that, then I don't know what to or do with myself. Or if you hear too much daddy this and daddy that. No, that I'm fine with you, that. Okay, like, again, I'm kind so of you're good with the that. negative. Like, that's, yeah, right, right. That's right. kind of what I'm expecting. So I think that means you're the dirt bag, yeah. by the way. You know, if if that's mm. the one that you're okay with is him being terrible. You just haven't spent enough time with Robin. Okay. No, I that's fair. And I won't. I don't. I don't. I don't really know what this means. And yeah. I. By the way, I tried to redirect this conversation towards disc golf like six minutes ago, and uh, failed to launch. Tyler, so you were at Masters Cup. Tell us about uh, the food you ate and maybe like the cool sightseeing you did. <laughs> so just to be clear, we're gonna kind of transition into a disc golf thing so that we can not talk about anything disc golf related. Anyway, we've got a great show for you guys tonight. We We are going to recap the Masters Cup. (laughs) We are going to talk to Tyler Brickley about anything and everything that comes up. It could be video games. It could be a a bug that Joe sees on the wall. But we will talk about it. We will also preview the Portland Open. Give our picks. I assume all three of us are ready to do that. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And then we'll do our world-famous deer review, our disc and beer pairing, where we take a disc, we take a beer, we review them both, and let you know whether you should bring them on the course. Tonight, we have Wanderland, 
Nectarine Ale, 7.5% alcohol by Sierra Nevada Brewing Company. And we are pairing that with the Quake by DGA, which is a five-speed, three-glide, zero-turn, and three-fade mid-range. We have it in SP line, which is short for sparkle plastic. Mm-hmm. Um, I just I made that up. I hope that's, that's right. That's 100% right. Sweet. Sparkle plastic. Boom. As long as the glitter is inside something, I'm down with it. If glitter is on the outside of something, oh, hard pass. Quick uh, disclaimer on glitter stuff. Um, oh, gosh. If you grab your wife's sunscreen and it says glow, <laughs> and it, it says glow on it, uh-huh. glow means that there's glitter in it. Ew. So don't don't. It should use be it. glitter. So so if, if my wife does not own anything like so that. if you then like rub it all over your body and suddenly your wife is laughing hysterically at you because you rubbed glitter sunscreen on you, you will know why because it said glow on the bottle and you were supposed to know that. Mm. Why are your hands and your mouth so glittery? <laughs> that's that's neither here nor there. Also, <laughs> does not make great. Uh, never mind. Anyway. Yep. Other things were glitter. All the glitters so, isn't gold. Yes. Master's Cup. Mm-hmm. Uh, the jankiest course on tour, apparently. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, yeah. no. Not janky anymore. You, If you're top 10, oh, it's no longer that's right. janky. That's right. Yeah. It, it, it's no longer it's, janky. Uh, it's historic and amazing. Man, do you guys do you guys want to talk that because talk about that? Because I've got a thought. And it's not popular. It. I mean, go ahead. I'm waiting I'm, I'm for that. I'm in for the controversy. I mean, we okay. kind of talked about it last week. Oh, okay. So if you're... But, Let me just... But I mean, you're... I'll just hit it super you're quick. You're welcome to give your... 20 seconds. Count it down. I f- actually have a huge amount of empathy for him about that video uh, because I could totally see me doing something like that in a video. I told... Uh, yeah, but you're funny. Yeah, right. Of course. And and jacked. Touché. And jacked. Yeah, let's not leave that out. Yeah, just totally. We've got a lot in common. Uh, but I could totally see making a joke when you get to the course and then the whole rest of the round, you and your buddies, that's a callback, right? You're just like, because he said that, then you're just, this is janky, that's janky, this is janky, that's janky. And you're just doing that. You're all being goons and you're recording it for your YouTube channel. Like, that's what I oh. see when I watch that video. And I'm like, yep, I could. And I and it went south and like maybe it should have, but still like I have a lot of empathy or sympathy at least for him because of they, that. They put the disclaimer at the front of the video like if you like Dela or you're a NorCal person, I'm sorry for triggering you. But that's like, a they knew it's it. not an apology, right? That's one of those I'm sorry <laughs> if you are, which is like the furthest thing for yeah, right? Really should have been like, hey, just like you were saying, we started a bit. And it didn't work well, and we rolled with it far longer than we should have. I'm guilty of this. My last video, I don't feel great about. You guys watched it, right? I know. You were like, DGA discs are good. No, 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 no. Not that one. (laughs) Not that one. No, no. Disc golf comedy, guys. Uh, I recorded with this lady, lady Jenny, who's hilarious, and we had so much fun. But when I went back and watched it, I'm like, man, these jokes were not landing how i wanted them to and it kind of comes across we did fpo texas states that i got from ian and we were making all these jokes meant to kind of highlight the disparity between men and women's sports and just so so i'm way over the top about like misogyny and just you know 
and we we yeah. were having a ton of fun. But when I'm listening back through it, I'm like, you don't. I feel like in my, I'm in my car again, listening to myself talk about FPL. We were in an awkward middle ground. Like it wasn't so clear that it was satire, and it wasn't safe. You know, so it was just kind of this awkward middle ground for maybe the first four or five holes, where it was just kind of awkward and cringy. And then it gets it gets fine after that, but laugh tracks. <laughs> I'll save you in the future. Just throw laugh tracks and you're fine. That's a good idea. But with Ezra, I'm like, I get it. Like it's hard to put out content so often and to like think through all those things in the moment. No, and I get it. Uh, like I think that's a great uh, point to bring up, and and I honestly didn't think about it that way. But I think that's that's. The real way to think about it, I think, um, you know, with him too, and, and I'll be totally honest, I'm stoked that he had a top 10 finish, but I think he's been kind of struggling too on the tour. And right now he's like content is driving his livelihood maybe more than his disc golf finishing. Oh, totally. So he's, I think he's just pushing to get something to get views and roll. And, yep. Yeah. You know, maybe you can- that... You know, maybe the, the, this is a turning point. Who knows? You can you can also tell that that uh, people's opinion of him still lands. You saw in like his post about finishing top ten. He made sure to uh, note uh, to his detractors that not bad for a guy that is you know just a big time driver and can't play in and can't hit lines can't right hit now. lines or something like that. So it's like, yeah, when that's in your head, that's not really. Like I mean, it's, you can you can monetize that and make that you know make that part of your scheme. Like Paul plays with that chip on his shoulder, but he finds things that aren't an actual chip. He, he right. <laughs> he finds like <laughs> he owns all the chips. He, he has to just go yeah. like draw on some of them and put them it's up like, there. So. It's somebody. That's why we started listening to our podcast just to like try and find some other person to say something negative. Like somebody cut in line in front of him at the taco truck two days earlier, and he was like, "I'm going to use this as motivation to absolutely massacre the entire MPO field oh. on this course." I'm going to politely wait here ten more minutes than I should, but I'll show y'all when we get to the course. Which takes me straight back to Joe's uh, great question. About Masters Cup, what did I eat? I got to tell you guys, I got a new appreciation for burritos that yes. I've never had before, and uh, that's because you live in Kansas. Sorry, no, I think I can. I think I see that now. That that's the problem. <laughs> uh, but Scott Kesey, our general manager, I was with him basically the whole week, and so he was taking me around to different places and. I mean, like one of them's in a gas station. One of them's this like t- none of them look like, uh, yeah. a, you know, and it's just like the most but amazing it, fan- food. F- fancy Mexican is a bad thing. Mm. You got like, the hole in the wall, like uh, mom and pop shop shoe, type po- shoe polish specials on the on the glass window in the front. Like that's where you get the right Mexican food. Yeah, hundred percent. You just look for the line of Mexicans. Yeah. You see a bunch of Mexicans in line for food. That you go to that place. Yeah. Yep. Like that. That's the way you do it. All right. I hope that's is that. That's not racist, right? Uh, uh no, I don't think so. No. I don't okay. think you put it in that <laughs> sense. I, you know, I think you're. I no. Think you're, well, think you're, the one thing's for sure. We'll know soon whether it was or not. So. <laughs> I think you're, I think you're fine. 
Um, Speaking of uh, did videos you stop, that didn't did go you, well. Did you uh, buy any beverages or discs at... Uh, Oh, what's it called? The little golf mart on oh, the way. Oh, the, the, yeah, the yeah. liquor store on the right on the way right. up. Yeah, yeah. No, I didn't buy anything, but yeah, we definitely. That's probably because they don't times. carry DGA. They do. Peruse. They do actually. Yeah. And we've even got like Fuck. like posters and stuff in there. I'm like, yeah, let's go. I'm like, did you put those posters I'm, up? You just like walked it, walked in the store and like <laughs> it spray adhesive. A, uh, You're like, a, hey, <laughs> hey, Matt Bell, talk to this guy for a minute. Don't worry about <laughs> yeah, exactly. it. Let me just the uh, other disc. I'm like, oops. Oh, man. Just yeah. kick it under the counter. <laughs> he came in with the box. Of Matt Bell, tell this guy who you are. Tell him about your putting titles. Uh, <laughs> if you got to bring him around the corner to look at some beers, that's fine. Just give me four minutes. That's right. So I'm. I, I, I want to go back and have uh, more great burritos because I had quite a few. Santa Cruz has some excellent burritos. Most of California does, but that's... Uh, I want to say, like, it, there are some Moreno's, killer spots. Molina's, Mar- Mar- something? Yes. Okay. It was really good. We ate there twice. Nice. Nice. Where did you stay? Uh, in Watsonville with the Keezys. Okay. And cool. it was... A crazy week. We got so much done. So I came out two years ago, like two months out. Oh, by the way, oh my gosh, how how appropriate. Today is my two year work anniversary with DGA. That's I'm awesome. so glad there was a public forum that I was able to say that to. Thanks, DGA. That's incredible. I you've been doing a great job too. I I mean it's honestly, jokes aside, you've you've been doing a fantastic job with DGA and uh your content you produce for them is hilarious and I'm sure helpful to the brand and you've been a, a fantastic brand ambassador for them. So appreciate that. And honestly, uh, and I, I was going to roll in with a joke and, and be silly. He said but jokes aside. Honestly. Yeah. Well, jokes aside for myself as well. It's kind of like um, starting a sentence with no offense. Very, you know? <laughs> no offense. Uh, <laughs> we've really uh, enjoyed your your times on the show like we have a ton of fun uh you're super quick it works really well with what we do even though sometimes i'm not as quick because of alcohol Mm. um but it's it makes for great content and we we love having you on but that's just because of money right i mean yes the money that you pay us the money well there's that but i just mean the monetization from the the listen you know you're you know your boss gives us tons of money to have you on, right? Really, that's what he's doing with my money. I there's a couple weeks out of the year where he's like, "No, we can't. Something came up. Can't pay you this week." And it does coincide with the weeks that I'm on the podcast, so And then he says and then he says, "Shh, don't worry about it." That's crazy though cuz we need that $75 every 2 weeks to feed the family. Uh but I guess it's going to you guys, so how about uh, some stickers? I could send you some stickers and um, perhaps a glow blow a, fly one. A bob- no, Ooh, no. I could send you a, a no. used uh, one of eighty glow blow fly. No, you can't. No, you. We, we're keeping that. No, get that in a bag, Joe. Make sure he doesn't uh, get it. Well, to it's take far it past that. It's fine. It's okay. a. It's just a fun disc for us to play. Like it's gonna. Ultimately, someday that will just be in Robin's bag. That he's just like, I know how to throw it. I throw it every camping trip. It's amazing. And uh, it's in my bag because I know I can park the basket and it's not going to go anywhere. It's going to stick. 
Like that is actually the start of this going in Robin's bag. Actually, I would not be surprised the next time we played Robin's like, well, it just makes sense. The problem with the blowfly is that I feel like if you actually put it in your bag, it would just deform itself. Oh, it still flies it the does, same. Yeah, you I was going to say, it still flies it, the same. It needs like, it needs like its, same, its own like separate De- spot. Deforming like, like nothing. Like a little it case like, board in there. Is there a special hook that you could have like on the side of your bag to like hold it so that it doesn't get all like... Oh, Tyler, new marketing opportunity. All, you would hate to like see how clip, mine is. A special clip. Yeah. Because otherwise, this thing's just going to get all like crumpled up. Uh, he rolls his up like taquitos yeah, and mine just Mine is literally in folded in fourths in one of the side pockets of my bag, which, by the way, another selling point for it. It doesn't really take up traditional space in your bag if you don't want it to. Really? And nor so, does it affect the flight at all. Right, exactly. I don't know because I, I was messing with it quite a bit and uh, could get some different flight characteristics based on how I was bending it. Right. Um, so I. I must be nice to be good. Jeez, uh, I, I I mean, good at bow flying. I uh, I don't know. I mainly have a know, glow man. fly. Do you guys have or know about the glow fly? You do. You're California guys. You know about the glow fly. We do. So I have a glow fly as my main like signature disc uh, thing, and it is an absolute cheat code for those eighty foot putts because it's. Uh, like it's been in the last handful of our videos, I'm surprising myself with making long putts now because you can putt like you were at 35 feet, like the same amount of power and line, but you just put a glow fly in your hand and walk back twice as far and do that same putt and it just floats in the air forever dead straight and goes in the basket every time, guaranteed. That sounds amazing. Yeah. I, I'm i going to... And there are more glow flies. I'm going to push back a... I'm going to push back a little bit on the like every time in the basket well, thing because that you can't prove it. You haven't thrown it at the basket yet. I I think I you I, have to get a miss. Fine. You have to get a miss on video before you can prove that it won't. I I mean, I feel like I could accomplish that pretty quickly. There are m- even if I was trying. I, I can do I can do lots of misses on video with multiple discs. There are more. So you you were uh, boots on the ground at the Masters right? Cup. Yeah. Uh, just quickly name some pros that recognized you. Uh, Germ, Nate. I'm just kidding. Yuli. We don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Okay, I was like, I don't see how this is relevant. It did. It did. Uh, it was fun though. But again, like I told you guys, I think maybe in the pre-show, like way more people recognized me for DGA than for disco comedy, and I love that. I would love if eventually, this is kind of a big statement, but I would love eventually if disco comedy wasn't really even a thing, and I was just- Really? I think so. I would love to just be at the point where I could make funny disc golf videos as part of my uh, job with DGA. And- Yeah. Can you, could you sell your DGA videos, or your uh, disc golf comedy videos, to DGA and just add them to the library. We've talked about that a lot over the last couple of years. Um, actually, from the very beginning, like, what do we want to do with disc golf comedy? We've talked about everything from me, like making it DGA sponsored, you know, to keeping it as my own thing, uh, and just for a lot of reasons, that's worked out really, really well. We've we decided to just like let's make there be no official affiliation, and it's 
I can go make a video with Eric Oakley, you know, and we do something silly on disc golf comedy or whatever. And that's been just so great. It's just so cool to have that outlet where I can, you know, have all these fun relationships in disc golf. And it doesn't always have to be, you know, repping DGA. Right, right. But I mean, if you filmed around with you and Eric Oakley and you threw DGA and he threw his DD and you obviously would beat him in that round. Obs. Right. For it to be sponsored by DGA would be that much better. Be like, look, I brought a pro from another brand and I showed him what's up. All the more reason, you know, to throw DGA. Eric Oakley himself has a very forward thinking way of looking about cross company branding. And I like it. I'm, I'm all about it. I think that we're not, it shouldn't be as much like brands uh, competing against each other and more like brands, you know, repping disc golf and competing against other activities, you know, like we're not competing against, this is, this is just me talking. This is again, not me with my DGA hat on, but Tyler, I'm like, I, I don't want to like try and take people away from discraft. I, I want to take people away from darts and hiking. Screw those guys. They're going to say meth, but yeah, that's great. And meth. Yeah, that would be more wholesome. Dang it. Wish I would have gone there. Yeah, take people away from bad things. But seriously, though, hikers are really pretty much jerks. Well, I mean, why would you go on a crazy hike when you can't like throw you stuff throw at other stuff? Yeah, exactly. And like, that doesn't make any sense. Like, doesn't. oh, look at... We hiked all these hills and Two like words. these great valleys and trees. Instagram thrown stuff. That's the only reason people do it. It's not about health. You can't get healthy going on a hike. There's no place like just imagine around here trying to hike in Kansas. It just doesn't exist. You know, you're you're gonna gain weight. You go on a hike in Kansas. Yeah, same 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 thing with Northern California. There's definitely not. I was epic. so exhausted. Awesome. I was hikes and quite literally exhausted. Views My and feet whatnot. were killing me. I, I did not so, anticipate that at all at Masters. Was that your first time? So that's your first time at uh, De La Viega? It wasn't. Two years ago when I came, I got to play it two or three times. Two years ago was very much like meeting the DGA team and there wasn't an event going on. We played like five times that week. We were just all partying. This time was like the morning after I got here, we're filming all day. We're filming in the bags. We're filming practice rounds. We're filming interview for the replay program. And then the tournament starts. And then I'm just at the course all day filming the tournament coverage. So I did not get to play very much while I was there. It was very much running, getting content. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Like just as much sense as like you being in our backyard and not reaching out and I, he did reach out. I invited him to stay at my house, and he was like, I'm too busy. Well, I did, though. So I don't care about you, you guys. I, I did stay at your house for a couple hours. I It was late. I didn't want to wake you, but then I had to get back to headquarters. I'd rather not talk about it. Um, but we got a lot of content, and it was very fun for other reasons. I got to play 11 holes at Pinto. Super fun. Uh, I was three down. Going into hole 11, should have stopped because that's that long par five up top. You guys don't know Pinto? Nope. Nope. Oh, well, let's just 
let's just stop the story right there. I was three down after <laughs> ten holes at Pinto. No, how'd you how, how'd you finish? I mean, I don't even remember what happened I'm on the eleven. You remember? Did I say eleven or ten I'm, holes? I'm I'm positive you remember how you. Finished. I can't. I thought I just said ten holes. I was three down after ten holes at Pinto. Wow, that's really impressive. You guys don't know the course, but it's hecka hard. It's yeah, I bet it yeah, is. Yeah, hundred percent. And 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 where'd you finish? Uh, well, I tripled hole eleven, and then I then I had to go, so I finished even. Oh, can I? Did well, you? I mean, you you basically uh, what? Eight 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 because you didn't you didn't finish, but oh, that that, you know, that is funny. I was ahead of the guys that I was on the card with, and I was like, hey, it all works out because I got to take a quadruple bogey for every hole that I don't play after this, right? So like, I'm gonna be dead last for sure. Yeah. I have, and they'll and they'll remember that forever. Yeah did did you did you have to go or did you quit? Come on, <laughs> after the triple. No no no. Did you did you have to go or or look at the camera, or did you have to go? I had to. Yeah, I had to go. So I yeah. So I had to leave because yeah. I had to go. So eventually you, know, you had uh, you had other things you needed to do. You know right. you had obligations. Right, exactly. You know. Yeah. So eventually in this segment that is about the Masters Cup, we probably should discuss the Masters you know, Cup. What like, actually happened at the Masters Cup? What actually Cup? happened yeah. at the Masters I Cup? I mean, I guess. Probably. Matt Bell guys. made a lot of putts, and I was filming him, and almost every long putt he was lining up, I was whispering like, oh, gosh, don't go for it. Oh, no, don't do this. Don't do this. And then he would can it, and I'm like, wow, I'm really glad I'm not like his coach because he apparently knows things. About putting, Matt Bell. This is a a great course for Matt Bell too. Yeah, I mean, it, it w- if you can hit putts confidently in at daylight, you're gonna you're gonna go a long ways. And uh, you know, he he played right. extremely right. well. So, Adam Hammes. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're we're doing standings. Yeah, we're just going in. We're okay. just going in. Wire to wire, um, mm-hmm. did work. He did on a, on a course that hopefully I don't hear him call janky again. Mm-hmm. Right. He. I don't. I will say that I don't think Hamas said even once in those videos. It was he mostly, might have the very it was, it first was, tee. It was primarily Tristan and and uh, Tristan. Ezra. What Ezra. a jerk! Do you hate uh, that Kyle, guy? Kyle, He's Kyle might have said it once or twice. Terrible. Tana. So um, rude. So Adam Hamas rad a great. Big win for him, minus thirty three. Uh, our hometown ish uh, dude James Proctor crushed final round to get himself minus thirty two in second. And if you watch that round, not even off the chase card, right? He off came the chase off, card, off the chase card, off or was the third card. card? No, off chase card. Okay, but he missed some things that he doesn't normally miss. If y'all don't know James Proctor. Get get to know him because how he'll be at Portland Open. He has crazy power. Uh, if you've seen the uh, form picture dropped by Disc Golf Podcast that Robin made, it is of James Proctor who has immaculate driving form. I don't. James I don't Proctor, agree with that. <laughs> I hmm. I don't. I don't agree with it. And why is that? Because his reach back always trips my brain into thinking that he's throwing along a different line. 
His reach back isn't along the line of his flight, and he corrects right before he releases. His timing is immaculate, but I don't think his form is. Like, he reached back, and it's like, it's aimed wrong. And then he comes through, and it, he fixes it and throws it just dead straight. But every time he drives, I'm like, whoa, like, oh, he's about to just yank this way to the right or to the left, and then he, it's just dead straight. That's all. That's that's my James Proctor thing. I'm sticking to it. <laughs> no, that's fine. I I will take both of y'all's opinions far from my own. With that, he does correct it, and he he is one of those like unknown, not unknown. He is uh, slightly known, but you could hear it in. The... He's he's like he's he's like Drew Gibson without the the issues. I mean tattoos. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you listen to the gatekeeper, you watch that chase card. He, um, he is an elite bomb, right? He has elite distance, elite putting, um, upshot everything. And I'll tell you from our own experience, Rob and I salt of the earth, super nice guy. Nice. I've never met him. Unlike that other guy that Robin just brought up. Oh, why you gotta take like shots? Him and like that. I didn't take any shots. Him and Jeff Faze, there were a handful of people. I'm like, is that James Proctor? You know, like is that Jeff Faze? Like all the people that I only seen on YouTube videos and Oh yeah. yeah. Well, you'll yeah. know Proctor real quick when he unleashes yeah. a <laughs> five hundred and eighty foot drive and you're like, Oh, okay, that's Proctor. <laughs> right, exactly. That's that's he throws real far. Like we there's a local hole that's you need like four fifty of power to hit, and he threw a Draco, which is basically a Firebird, and hit the top of the basket while we were petting out, and it was yeah. I think insane. Uh, two things with Proctor: um, one, he doesn't tour, right? So you're not going to see uh, much of him. He's he's not disc golf isn't his career, mm. like like a lot of us. Um, he doesn't have a huge forehand game, uh, so it, it, when you're trying to be a 1050 rated player Mm -hmm. and you don't really have a forehand it's really really difficult like when you look at all those those elite players that do that so you combine the two not a a a consistently touring player and then uh, you know an aspect of your game that doesn't quite uh, lend itself to that he's extremely talented and uh, is super nice guy but well, he was coming up, and then he went out to school in uh, Reno, and then went and studied abroad in Spain, and won a whole bunch of like mm-hmm. championships in Spain. Came home for a minute, uh, has an awesome—I uh, don't know—fiance. I think at this point, moved up north from our area, and is now kind of just like, oh, I guess I could do this stuff. That might be fun. And yeah. uh, he's re- he's real good. There are just yeah. golf tournaments in play. Spain. I. If there were there, there there were a few and he I think won them all when he was there. All right, wow. so we made it to second all right. place on so the So third place Kevin Jones <laughs> at uh, minus 30 uh, had a couple hiccups final round but played an awesome tournament. He did. He did. Paul Macbeth uh minus 29 also off the chase card. Yeah, Paul's just not putting it all together. I mean, he's fantastic number 4, that's not a big deal but Watching that final round coverage, he just missed a lot of putts and had some errant drives that he's washed up. None of us are used to seeing. Yeah, totally washed up. Totally. Uh, 
cocaine glasses, Greg Barsby, and minus 27. And they are, those are glasses. snow goggles. Sorry, Fun. snow goggles. I love Greg Barsby after this week. No, he, who doesn't? Right, no, okay, okay, I, I okay. think. Don't 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 get it don't get it twisted, okay. my friend. All right, all right, all right. Greg Barsby is maybe one of the oh. most disc golf podcast disc golfers. Oh my gosh. in the world, he is like grand quesadilla guy. I for- we love Greg Barsby. Okay, the evening before the event, right? And this is a huge name drop, but I'm like, this is now one of my favorite disc golf uh, experiences of all time. Evening before the event, the DGA team goes to Beer 30, and we're in the garden, and we've got 30 people at this, uh, you know, this picnic table, row of picnic tables. We're all celebrating, um, and there's several other people who weren't Team DGA there, like Paul Oman and Nate Perkins and uh, G- G- Gavin Gannon. Rathbun? Gavin Rathbun. Gavin, thank you. Anyway. There's Gannon. There's also Gannon. But Gannon yeah. Burr, who is like, if uh, I hope he wasn't okay, was there Gavin. because he's only 16. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so Bars- he's 11. Or- Barsby's there too. So I go up. I'm standing there talking to Paul Oman, who's like, I think now maybe the world's most amazing person just after 20 minutes of talking with him because he was just so sweet and fun. One of those people that you talk to and he asks you all these questions, like you get the vibe from him that he was like, you're the most important person in the world to me right now. You know, like a real Mr. Rogers type. That's Paul Oman. But I walk over to Greg Barsby and I'm talking to him for a second. I'm standing here. I'm holding my beer, right? And we're just we're just chatting. We're talking about different things. And he looks down at my beer and he's like, wow. He's like, that's impressive, dude. And I kind of hold up my beer like it was so out of context. And so then I make the joke that I'm like, Oh, what you talking about my my beer belly? And you know everybody in the in the our little group is like little chuckle. He's like, no, yeah. And then I'm like, wait, like were you, were you talking about my beer though? And he's like, no, uh, like, and he points down at my belly. He's like, like that takes dedication. Like, nice work, I respect it. And I'm like, wait, so let me get this straight. Like you just looked at me and you said that my beer belly is impressive, like out of nowhere. And he's like, yeah, I like, I dig it. And I'm like, I literally can't believe that this is happening right now, but I wouldn't want it any other way. I, I, and I legit think he was pumped for that. Like, I legit think he was like, you're my people. Uh, you are also a quesadilla guy. Like I respect and love you. So after that, it became known from the team as my bars belly. So it's nice. my, my and then he let belly. you wear his shades and you instantly got like super high. high. Yeah, I didn't know how much cocaine and was you drank actually. 15. You drank 15 more beers. I didn't understand cocaine was consumed through the eyeballs. Who knows? Well, now, you know, so thousand percent. I referenced possible. it to but, him uh, next time I that saw sounds him. horrible. Also, yeah, that Just, kind of it was, I'm not sure it was about that. very, very bizarre. But also, so like, anyway, back to uh, player number six okay. on the top yeah, ten. Yeah, and then so t- tied with Barsby, uh, there was two more: uh, Drew Dibson and Kyle Klein. Kyle Klein came out the gates firing and kind of just slowed down. Yeah, got a little janky in the back end. Yeah. I would say. Yeah, uh, I like Drew Gibson. I, uh, He's a good uh, friend of mine. You guys, I don't. You in, talk about him a lot on the podcast. In eighth place. Um, Oh, Mike Ball? uh, No, Mike Bell. Yeah. Oh, oh, Mike uh, Ball? uh, Matt. 
Matt Bell. Yeah, no, Matt Matt, Matt Bell, Bell right. who's wow, rad. Gosh, uh, we love Bell. Matt Bell. I was just I was just making jokes because you know DGA hashtag minus twenty six, uh, and then. I'm just going We're through not, the four we, place. We don't get to talk about five Matt place. Bell for a second? Jeez. Oh, please do. Please do. Tell us about Matt Bell. Because I was with him like most of that time. Dang. I know. He had a great tournament. So then in ninth, <laughs> Alex Russell, Ezra Aderhold, Emerson Keith, Jeremy Colling, and James Conrad all at minus 23. Varied final rounds. We can go back to Matt Bell. We love Matt Bell. I'm just being silly well that makes does he have us. a uh we the people tattoo oh, on multiple parts of his body the, not the not the parts that i've seen so i can okay well and he's seen most of the parts <laughs> so so no <laughs> they've been in houses together <laughs> oh right, man let's, move to, let's let's move to fpo <laughs> i'm moving to fpo all right uh matt bell's awesome so, uh, team dga buys stuff matt bell pro series studies that's all I really wanted. He's, he's also in Slack. He I don't is. think he'll ever log in again. Trev- but oh, he's nice. In you Slack. have a study. Uh, Trevor's much more active, but Matt is Oh, Trevor's there. super active. Yeah. Legit, like I said, I at OTB like was like, I think that's Trevor. I'm pretty positive Trevor. I'm going to go say what's Tyler's up. Tyler's going to be mad at me if I don't. He's in, Well, it ties me mad, and also he's in my Slack group. Right. My Slack group. <laughs> and uh, <Wow>. <laughs> it was super cool to connect with him. Uh, all right, um, FPO. Hey, who who do you think would win FPO? Uh, you know, she did. I was she I did was pulling for Haley King. Nothing against Paige, but uh, can I just keep name dropping? We I got to hang out with her again. The yeah, are you talking about Haley or event, Paige? Haley, the night before the event, after beer thirty, oh, Paige we was went too back busy. To one of the staffs. Paige is just like, uh, I don't know. She kept messaging me. And I'm like, ah, you know, we're trying to keep it like uh, Discraft DGA fam. And then she's like, I actually am on she's team like, Discraft. Discraft. And I was like, yeah, but yeah. anyway, we're, we're going, yeah, I'll catch up later. But now I got to Make, say hi to Haley Really, King. really, really smart business move. Yeah. You know, the number one FPO player just brushed her Scott off. Scott was like, you said what? Like, don't worry, it'll, it'll pay dividends when I'm on the Disc Golf Podcast and I'm able to speak to it. I am a huge Haley King fan, and I mean that both ways. I mean, like, I'm a, I'm a big fan, but also with my bars belly, like, I am a huge Haley King fan, and I think that she is awesome, and I was really pulling for her to win. Are you calling her fat? Like, no, I was calling me fat, like belly. I'm a huge fan. No, he was, he was referencing his own physical size. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just don't know why, like, that would change yeah, who you I don't enjoy. Know. I don't know how you could look at like, Haley King and... No, that, I, that's what I'm trying. I don't. I don't understand. I think you did. You're just. You're just being different. And that kind of stuff is what was in my disc golf comedy video, and I just didn't get it right. You know, you got to be careful when you, mm. uh, when you connect people's sense of worth to their physical makeup. You know, it's a tricky. It's a tricky endeavor, and some would say should never be attempted. <laughs> it shouldn't. No. Shouldn't. And I. Uh, I. I made that uh, mistake. Listen, so in you, first place, <laughs> Paige Pierce. Oh wow. Imagine that. At plus one, um, rough final round. I'm actually uh, – she was trending so hard into finishing negative at Masters. Uh, with regardless, uh, finishing plus one, three rounds at Daylaw is amazing. I've only finished under par one time at Daylaw. I probably couldn't even do that. So I was double digits every other time I ever played. Uh, so cat, uh, 
didn't really storm in. Um, plus six in second, Alexis Monduano. Skip uh, skip everybody else. Doesn't matter. Team DGA's Christine KK King, 10th place, FPO. Let's go. I'd never actually watched her play before because she doesn't tour. She's just local to that no, area. No, we'll, 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 we'll get there. We like We're going to go through 10. all the we'll, way through. Yeah, okay. we, we go to the top 10. Right, let's do it. But, uh, right. but, but thanks for that. I mean, maybe we won't say that one because you already kind of Yeah, I did kind of jump the shark. Uh, JK, like epic, amazing legacy player, Juliana Corver. Mm-hmm. Tied for third with Lex Mandawano and Kona Star Panis, mm-hmm. plus seven. Mm-hmm. Sixth place, Haley King, who we spoke about. Love Haley King. Spoke about. Four more places. Maria Oliva in seventh at plus 10. Lisa Fakus, plus 11, eighth. Two more. Holly Finley, who's like doing a lot of top 10 stuff at plus 12. And then Christine King. Plus 13 in 10th place. Chico native. KK. By oh, the way. nice. Oh, dang. Really? She's the yep. longest standing member of Team DGA. Don't quote me on that, that's but I, super I believe that that's true. Have you ever been to Chico? I know you haven't. I just I have. It up. Yeah, I spent, I spent a lot of time there in my teens. That's a lie. It is. That's a lie. Is that where the shoes yeah, come from? Aren't there shoes called uh, Chico's? No, no. But, but you talking about how you're growing up and then uh, saying teens and Chico is an obvious <laughs> lie. It's actually where the, the, the Chino pants came from, but they just changed the, the C to an N because hmm. they thought it sounded cooler. But it's actually where uh, so many the, actually, uh, layering. the World uh, Yo-Yo Museum is. Actually. It's and actually the, where the Spanish word for you know Chico, which was, as we all know in English, means... Guys? Come on, Joe. You're in Spanish. English, s- small boy. I don't know. <laughs> I was just hoping. I was just wanted to throw uh, in another. The actual. the World Yo Yo Museum is Chi- is in Chico. Okay. Uh, oh. The 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 World Small Boy Yo Yo wow. Championships are in Chico. Okay, it does mean small. You could boy. also you could also go with Muchacho, but you know it's it. it hey, Chico's I got good. it right. Don't you nailed it. He did. No, like way to go. I don't know why we're talking about. Chico oh wait, so you guys much. are trying to say I was wrong. Wait, what? No, no, no. Okay, he just yeah. didn't know. Oh what yeah, it meant and then. He... Robin oh, speaks KK. Spanish well. Christine King. Uh, better than myself. He understands much more than me. But I, I know my little bits. Well, lo siento, Robin, but we need to move on to Team DGA's Christine King. Yeah, that was King. such the widest, lo widest siento. accent ever. Lo siento. Yeah, sorry about Poor that. Poor favor. <laughs> uh, Christine's awesome. KK, she killed it. It was really fun to watch her throw discs that I throw. Like the Tempest, you know, some like less stable stuff. And then like way better than you can throw it. And way better than I can throw it. Just a, just a quick note on Lo Siento. Oh man. Um, It doesn't, it's not the same as we use it. Like in, in America, we say, I'm sorry that sometimes is meaningless in, in uh, Mexican culture. Lo Siento literally means I'm sorry. Like that's the big one. I'm like, I'm actually sorry. It's not like when you're like whoopsies i'm sorry but uh, i'm sorry sorry you're mad but yeah i'm sorry you felt offended by the things that i said but i'm sorry you're an idiot anytime you you can't just stop right there and i'm sorry you're ruining it you're ruining it people you you can't put anything on the end of that i'm sorry but i was just hungry and it really wasn't even a big deal yeah 
What were we talking about? Like if you tried to if you tried to string that sentence together in Spanish, like lo siento pero, <laughs> like sorry, they'd just but, be, yeah, like, they'd be like, they'd be like, uh, what? No, no. Like you started that with I'm sorry, so you're wrong to begin with. And then with, pero, which you... means dog, so you're like I'm sorry, dog. <laughs> like that's how you translate that, right? Yeah, I'm with you. I also speak the Spanish. Somebody took high school Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, dog. It's like super casual. Watch out for this guy. <laughs> You're supposed to be so proud of you right now. Tyler. Yeah, exactly. He did it. <laughs> you want to roll something, Robin? Wait, what? Oh, no, we got Portland, huh? We got the Portland open to uh, to go through. Any, any like, so one, Hamas was hitting big putts. Big putts all over the place, and uh, that was that was fun to watch. Um, I, I, I like watching. I I I can't decide whether I like the starting hole, but I think it's I don't, okay. I don't, I, don't, I don't like it. I haven't seen anything of it. I mean, I I I, I kind of I like finishing on top of the world. Like, oh at, wait, are we at, still talking it, about? Masters? De La. Oh, yeah. okay, sorry. Yeah. I thought you were talking about I, I like it when they finish on top of the world. I, I think that's cool. Uh, but at the same time, in terms of course flow, it makes a lot more sense to start, uh, you know, start on the traditional hole 24, right? Well, technically, you still end at the parking lot, so it's still yep. actually like a clean, just like... At, no, it does. At Taylor it was interesting to listen start somewhere to... somewhere else and still add the same. It's cool. It was interesting to listen to a couple of the locals and Scott and, you know, Sean from PDJ. It was interesting to listen to them kind of brainstorm, like, how could yeah. it, you know, if you really wanted to end at top of the world and, you know, eliminate the crisscrossing fairways, like, how could you reset some stuff up? And it was... It, pretty fascinating a, to listen it, to. That's a fascinating conversation, and I I hope they have it because I think that you could make a really really difficult eighteen hole course out of De La by eliminating a couple of the holes that crisscross, especially in the beginning um, of of that section. Yeah, um, and they they did it to some degree, but it just just kind of really reworking some of it. I think it could happen. It's it's something that I think locals would push back on cuz it's it's traditional, it's their course. But they're so janky but, though. I mean like all of them there, you know? They're just Let's, let's not trigger people further. Oh, can I'm, we not? I'm already... Uh my 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 wife is a UC Santa Cruz grad, so Oh, whoops. Yeah. Oh, um but but but, but it could I, be done. I5 I par 4. I wasn't even talking about that. I, I know, was, but I'm just shifting. I saw like, Jay Ray throw it in for two on I five. That was pretty cool. Like for instance, on on um, Rad. on the current layout that they did on this this one holes uh, um, uh, twelve and thirteen that are literally right next to each other. Like you're throwing down one and coming back the other just make it one hole, like skip that one, make a more difficult hole out of the first one, or even, you know, there's so many opportunities to use the land Mm -hmm. and make it not 27 holes. And just, well, yeah, but the, the actual layout is, yeah, sorry. There's like 28 or 
29 even. Ooh, could be wrong on that. But um, the the tournament layout is 24. So Yeah, and there's a ton of holes that weren't played for so like, sure. So you could, you could take it down even further and but some of these holes have just become part of the lore like the right. the the as you say jankiness of them is Gra- just gravity, part of the history the kitchen exactly I-5. what was the what what number what number was kitchen like what's the number before kitchen like that's a great question so kitchen is is like it in the current layout, say it's in the, the kitchen was whole 14. It's 15. No, it's 15. 14. 15. Yeah. 14 was the crazy. And I don't dislike the the position for 14 in the tournament. I'm just getting all over the place now. I'm thinking about more. Oh, yeah. But I that the laser beam, one, that laser. Dude, that deep position on that hole is so epically amazing when a shot is hit. Like, it's yeah. not a and, regular and thing. the other the position they had it in this tournament is like pretty much not filmable and not yeah. like uh, it, not possible to get a great shot on hey, it. Hey, really. Matt Bell got Whereas, it for two. Noah chained out for nice. his two. Did he really? Uh-huh. Oh man. Whereas like James watching Proctor got it for two on film in the in the past, like watching Ricky Wysocki throw like a flex forehand up the middle you know on that it's just like yep. on like film 400 feet yeah. laser. See it and, and just, i didn't realize until you get there how much the road is just like right on the outside right of the trees yeah. on the right oh, yeah I, I never like had that spatial you know but you get there and you're like oh this yep. is like danger zone well that's the yeah. thing like there are so many courses and and we can step back into day lab but we talk about that with Milo, which won't be played. Uh, we're going to talk about Portland. Let's talk about Milo. There are tons of holes where the same way you think about the road on the right, there is a river on the right at Milo mm. just as much that no one ever sees because the pros never put into play. Mm. Interesting. But we would. Like a cliff. Oh, yeah. A, a like cliff that drops down 60 feet to a a, a, a massive river. I want to play Milo and someday. You should. If you do, let us know. Eh, I yeah. feel like I'd have a pretty good chance of meeting. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, it was great having you on, Tyler. Meet. My, uh, my mic. We'll is talk muted. later. We're going to move on the rest of the. We're going to move on to the rest of the episode. I was going to say I fine. feel like I have a pretty good chance of meeting Ian Anderson if I played Milo, and I guess I've met him before, but. Getting in around with Ian Anderson is definitely on my bucket list. Oh, I listened to you guys while I was on my trip, like flying to and from. I'm a terrible flyer, nervous wreck, hyperventilating, hate it. But I had you guys oh, in wow. my in my ears while we were like, while I'm going through the airport, when we're taking off. And Sexy, stuff like right? That. Yeah, that's exactly why I did it. <laughs> <laughs> What's the sexual aspect? <laughs> No, it was like distracting, right? Because I'm like trying not to think about all the terrible things that are going to happen. I'm just, but you and Ian, you guys, this interview with Ian was like delightful because how could it not be? Because he's like, Ian's the best. He's the best. best. So awesome. Gives us so much information. We love it. So uh, Portland Open. Mm -hmm. I think we can now hit that quickly. Uh, We typically do picks. I don't know if you're prepared for that. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Am I? 
Hang on, let me open you. Why don't you? Obviously, you're already yeah. Your grip six picks, which you six, already obviously made. You can tell us after uh, Rob uh, and I do ours. Okay, that's gonna be. I'm just gonna click the first few names on the list. Oh yeah, you already got it. You got it. So Robin, um, I think I actually won because I, I had. Proctor. I think you did. You had Proctor in your list, and uh, yeah, no. I, I had been on a good streak of beating Joe pretty oh, yeah, much this totally. entire year. So this but I is... put I, I jumped in and said, you know what? I think this is going to be Proctor's like coming out, and he did. And I'm certain on that. So in third place at Portland, I'm going to take Ricky Wysocki. Ooh. Taking, taking Rick in third place. That's okay. Right. Uh, in third place at Portland, I'm going to take Nico LaCastro. All right, so this is where you say your third third place place at Portland. I'm going to take Ricky Wysocki. Oh, so two third place picks for Richard Wysocki. In second place. Oh, I should say. We're starting. We're starting MPO. Then we'll go FPO. Okay. Yeah. Uh, In second place, I'm I'm running hot hand. I'm I'm like, honestly, I I'm feeling good about this man. I'll bet you're going to say the same thing that I just did. James Proctor in second place. James Proctor, second place. Oh, there shit. we go. Robin, who in, second? in second place? I'm taking uh, one Pablo Macbeth. Oh, that's, oh, what so I'm taking first. that's who I'm taking first. Yeah, I know. Did I we saw you. So we're, best we're, friends. We, we, I you just you just showed us your screen. Oh, yeah, that's but less we, of a surprise. Yeah. Than, yeah. Yeah, but I saw it. Okay, so FPO. Mm-hmm. Wait, we didn't do first place. We did. I said Macbeth. Macbeth. Well, oh, who do you have first place? I'm Sorry. taking Rick in first oh. place. Okay. So we all have the same three, just in different order no. slightly. No, he has Nico, not Proctor. Oh, what the heck? Dude. It's going to happen. Wow. Okay. Nico uh, probably throws a DGA disc. No. And I'm going to go very not boring. Not anymore. I wish. I'm going to go very boring FPO, okay. and I will take in third place Haley King. <gasps> Love Haley King. Okay, in uh, in third place, I'm I'm gonna take Valerie Manduhano. Oh, nice. Are you there yet, Tyler? I don't know how to click on it so that it goes to the last spot. I guess I have to click. Well, on just tell all us who them. you think third will be. Uh, third, um, this doesn't. I, these are not good picks, guys. But I'm just voting with my heart. So, okay. uh, Paige Pierce, third place. Okay. Uh, in second place, I have Katrina Allen. In second place, I'm taking Haley King. Okay. Okay, and here's where you can see where I'm voting with my heart. Second place, I've got Missy Gannon because nice. she's nice. my favorite, and I just want her to win so bad. Yeah, I picked her last week. D- does she does she carry any DJ in her bag? No, but I've done a funny thing with her before, and when I see her out there, I'll say hi. She's just like the sweetest, and I just want her to crush so bad. So I'm putting like her it. there. In first place, I am taking Holly. No, I'm taking Paige Pierce. Mm. I am also taking Paige Pierce. Haley King. Like it. Well, boom. There are them picks. There we go. Oh, wait, what do you do for Portland the tiebreaker? How many strokes uh, under par know. will the MPO plus FPO champions score? Well, that's on you. That's on you. That's group six. That's Portland, not on So, like, probably, like, even, right? I mean, it's going to be, like... I'm gonna say ten. I, I forget what I put in when I did it. Yeah, so it's, it's that we don't. We no don't. Idea. We don't. Yeah. I'm gonna say ten, but nailed, nailed it. What did I win? All right, Tyler. Did I win. You. 
No, you definitely didn't. Dang it. But are no, you, you ready to do a deer review? Oh, my first ever. The first two times oh. we I was on, I don't think we did a deer review. No, we we I think we did. We but did, but we had different beers. You brought Shock Top. Oh, oh and, gross! And like, really? It just you took you had Shock Top, and then you had like Boulevard, oh, like, and you got disrespectful. Some, some awesome dirty beer. I can't believe you didn't get the the fact that we chose this beer for you, this Nectarine Ale. Mm-hmm. I, that didn't land as to the, oh, we were like showing you like <laughs> there are there are greener pastures that you could. <laughs> Speaking of landing. Can I tell my story about acquiring this beer today? <laughs> yes. Yes. Take all the time that you No, need. I won't. I won't. But 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 it no, was no, hilarious. No, no, no. No, please please oh, okay. please please I do. mean I could probably string it out to 45 seconds, but I mean that's that's all it needs. Uh, so you got you sent me the picture of the Sierra Nevada Wonderland Nectarine Ale, and so I called the biggest outlet store here in town and like, do you guys have this? And she's like, I don't think. Oh yeah, maybe. Oh okay, we do. It says we only have one left, and so she went and checked. She's like, yes, we have one single left, and I'm like, I need it. I'm going on a podcast. These guys are big deals in California. We are going to talk about this beer. Set it aside for me. She's like, great. She calls me back five minutes later. She said, well, I have good news and bad news. Well, I, sorry, I don't even know why I said it like that. I have bad news and bad news. I'm like, okay. She said, so in the process of getting that single out to set it aside for you, uh, the associate who was doing that dropped it. And it broke. And now we don't have any. That's, that's like that. code for drink it. But okay, <laughs> drink it. We got one left. The guy's like, "Ah, oh, gosh, I got to drink this right now." Yeah, yeah, but I was able to find it a different place. But uh, fantastic news! That person well, probably felt bad. I'm just going to go ahead and, and switch us right in and say it is time for our world famous deer review, our disc and beer pairing, where we take a disc, we take a beer. We reviewed them both and let you know whether you should bring it on the course. Tonight we have Wonderland Nectarine Ale by Sierra Nevada Brewing Company, which is a 7.5% fruity ale. Mm-hmm. Very fruity. And we're pairing that with the Quake by DGA, which is a five-speed, three-glide, zero-turn, and three-fade mid-range. Also fruity. Overstable mid-range. Mm-hmm. So where do you want to start, Joe? Disc or beer? Yep, pick up your mic. I think we can start with the uh, the disc. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tyler, tell us about the quake. This is right up your alley. Joe and I have... We uh, threw an SP, though, and obviously that's not what you have, so this is a skewed Yeah, review. so my SP quakes are actually on the way back from California. I shipped my discs and my camera stuff out there so I didn't have to travel with them. And then now they're on their way back. So I was noticing that before we went live. I'm like, oh, I actually don't have an SP Quake. But I've got a special blend. I've got a granite. I've got a D-line. You don't you don't use your you don't use your your bag as your carry-on? I did that the first time I went out there, but not this time. I traveled with just like a computer bag and uh yeah, it was really nice. Um the Quake is <clears throat> so I put on our, our fan page earlier, I'm like, what what do you guys want to say about the quake? There's too much. People freak out about the quake. I mean, it's one of our most popular. It's earth shaking. Oh. No. 
<laughs> if you ain't quake, I'm just going to read these. Quake and bake. If you ain't quaking, you're faking. What's a quake? Someone send me one, please. Winky face. Can we please? T- <laughs> There's actually, we got some characters in our fan page. But basically, uh, the quake is one of the best overstable midrange. Oh, Brian Wolf on Facebook says it really good here. It's a fairway driver hiding in a midrange, he says. Uh, the disc I didn't know I needed the disc, the only disc Barrett throws well, um, depending on what plastic you get in the quake is so versatile because you can get it in D line and it's straight with a good healthy fade. You guys have it in SP, so it's pretty overstable all around, but glidey. And then you can also find it in a limited edition or first flight plastics that are just mega super beefy so if you like the hand feel of a quake you can find it in lots of different plastics that'll really do a pretty big spread on the stability chart so tell me what um if you're on the t or stepping up to um an upshot what are the shots that you're pulling this out for well i'm in kansas right so one thing you know kansas for is wait the what meth no, the oh flat ground, flat earth, ground, flat earthquakes, ground. <laughs> earthquakes, earthquakes. I got this. No, guys, the wind, the skinny, wind, guys. skinny trees. No, not skinny jeans. The wind. No skinny trees. Oh skinny. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We have those here. Um, so I have actually a few shitty different. football teams that lose Super Bowl. Oh <laughs> wait, no, we won. Nah. Two years ago, my wife nah. said we're moving to Kansas City next week. She said, should we become like a sports family? And like watch it and stuff. Like the Royals and the Chiefs are there, and I'm like, eh, I don't know. Still about disc Just golf. Just become Niners fans, you're fine. Uh, you need you need quakes, but I have a few. So I have like the granite quake, which is really basically kind of like our aftershock, um, just a different hand feel, but pretty straight with a good fade at the end of its flight. And then I've got the SP line quake, which is I can throw that into a good 20 mile an hour headwind. And and trust it, you know that it's yes gonna fly the same. Yeah, as that the, makes total sense. Yeah, yeah. I my experience with now, granted, I haven't thrown a granite quake because um, I'm not, you know, I'm not, you know, elite company mm. where mm-hmm. uh, say someone I know that works for DGA would send me right. something like that, right, so that I could tested alongside it's not you um, it's the we don't value our relationship with the podcast enough i mean it's yeah, like a yeah, business yeah, it's yeah. not you personally it's yeah no no okay. i totally get yeah, that too yeah yeah so it's personally it's just the product the product you yeah, guys are doing yeah the, what yeah. you're making isn't yeah the product we make just doesn't to but, us yeah but eh. the, right the nope. main takeaway throwing is uh pretty overstable uh mid-range mm-hmm. it's not quite so like i bag i, I i'm a buzz thrower um, and I bag a buzz OS that I use intermittently. It's not like an every round thing. Uh, half the time it's cause I'm in big trouble and the other half the time it's like a hole that really needs, uh, like a big flex shot, mm-hmm. something that has to, to, to really fade back after being put on uh, you know, pretty steep Anheuser angle, whether that's forehand or backhand. And the quake is not, as overstable as buzz os the buzz os right. is pretty crazy overstable um this to me falls in the range i think it's more overstable than a pine 
Yes, hundred um, percent. It it it's kind of in like it like the the justice is I would say more overstable right. than the quake. Totally, yep. totally. Um, agree. And and when we're talking like these overstable ranges and then we get in i don't want to bring in the slower discs that are that are also in the overstable category but like again with dd you got the verdict which i think Mm -hmm. i would consider less stable than this but essentially what i'm trying to say is that comparison though yeah i would say the verdict the the verdict is very quick i think it's a little bit I, i i could be wrong but I, and I could check the dimensions, but I would say the verdict was a little bit lower profile, right? Oh, I like don't know. Like maybe not quite. Verdict's kind of flat, yeah. And the verdict seemed like a little bit more. Not that this those is, SPs have yeah. just a little more dome, though, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the thing. And and that's the other piece that we need to realize. We threw the SP, which I think is maybe uh, like you were saying, not as beef as some other. But I'm assuming is. <clears throat> definitely on the beefier right. side of the the quake spectrum. Yep. Um, so I think a verdict is a, a very good um, comparison. The pine, um, I know, you know, offline you you brought up. I I was a very big pine thrower, and this is definitely more stable than the pines that I've thrown. I've thrown all sorts of plastics, all sorts of wares. Um, and once again, the SP, um, I, I do, uh, yeah, I do think the verdict is the right, the right comp, um, not a justice, not a deflector reminding me a little bit of a, of a pyro. Mm, interesting. Um, oh yeah. I actually have, I've got a, and, and maybe honestly, actually the more I think about it and throw it, um, so the very first run of the turbulence, <clears throat> the runway uh from streamline that we had was incredibly super overstable beef and as i went to replace it and got newer runs that is actually probably real close to what the quake did Mm. it was not insane beef but it you know it's definitely a disc and i'm sure in big wins which we didn't throw it in that disc uh the the turbulence and and the Quaker things that you would never ever worry about flipping and turning over right. yeah. like it's gonna finish um, nice speed it's gonna get out there I, I think that the biggest difference aside from the 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 finish in my mind with the quake and the pine is I feel like the pine had like a little more glide but well, I think for the wind the quake is a lovely thing that's what I was gonna I th- oh go for it. I think the pyro is a good comp. Yeah, on it, it, it like in terms of workability and uh, speed and uh, fade at the end. You know, like you can really you can get over on this disc uh, on an on an Anheuser and let it fade back and get some nice S lines out of it. Uh, you can also uh, throw it into the beef the the heaviest headwind that you could possibly imagine and and not worry about turning it over or so, we can possibly imagine we don't live in kansas sure. but yeah that's true um, but it it also it it lends itself well to just a pure hyzer right uh especially if you get a little air under it um and let it ride uh you know if you're trying to throw it low uh, and and not give it any air to work with it's just going to hit the ground but if, if you give it a, a bit of a wide hyzer angle where you're not dealing with any sort of crosswind or anything like that, yep. 
um, you can really see the glide there. Right. Um, and same thing in like an Anheuser angle. It goes so much um, farther around corners than other discs because of yeah. exactly what you're talking about. You give it the right angle and it's like it's turning, but it's also like going straight left at the end of its flight and yeah. still flying, you know? Yeah. But if you're throwing a low line, I feel like a lot of time times uh, uh, players will struggle with the the disc selection and what they're trying to do. So if you have a low ceiling and a short hole that you need to go left on, it's better for you to pick an overstable, faster disc that you can get out to the point where it needs to fade in or skip in, pick that faster yeah, disc. That the hypercane. Work with exactly. work with that low ceiling. So we expect those in the mail soon. Yeah, you guys would love. Yeah, no, we need to make that happen for real though, because it's it's t- gonna take the world by storm. Well, tell tell your bosses. Uh, it gets you back on our show. Um, like I have bosses. I basically own. Sorry, sorry. I meant hypergames. They all not, answer not to Dave me. Dave Feldberg bosses. Oh, oh, you meant like. Literal work, but I thought you were talking about uh, Innova yeah, bosses. Yeah, no, no, no. That's not how that works. They call and say, what are we doing today? And I'm like, okay, well, first, you need to address me a little more formally, or else we're not doing anything today. And and how's that? How would you like them to address I you? I got fired today, so it's not it's not going well. Um, I and still ripping the product. You're just <laughs> yeah, trying to get I right just back really in. Love the things. This this sounds like a listen, perfect guys, time listen, to talk about. Listen, oh, no, wait, listen, wait, wait, no, wait, wait, wait. I, have, I want to finish on the on the on the quake because I have a cross brand comparison sheet that I have on Google Sheets, and I have uh, I haven't filled it out with a ton of brands, but I've actually got a handful. So is is Google Sheets? That's like that's like sheets like. It's Ed? not like, like real sheets. It's kind of a. It's kind of a like. Um, it's like janky Excel, Excel sort of thing. It's a poor man's yeah, Excel. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, it's a, a, it's a janky is. Excel. It's Excel, a janky Excel, quick, yeah. Excel, where you can do like a third of the things that you would do. Exactly. I'll just Excel. read down the down the row from. But, but if you care about like hardcore formulas, you're fine. Drone, BuzzOS, RockX3, Pyro, Justice slash Verdict, Bard slash Pine, Anchor. MD3 slash MD4. So it is kind of interesting to hear you guys say some of those other terms because we've kind of got it slotted in with some of those others. But the the wait, can you give me those one more time? Okay, uh, we've got it kind of in the drone buzz OS, probably right in the middle of those two. Uh, I don't know anything about the Rock X3, and why would I care? The pyro, you guys have brought up a couple times. We're fine. We're fine. You can stop now. Drone, I think, is actually a, another really good. Comp. So, yeah, uh, a guy named Nathan posted in our Facebook chat his review of the drone, the Malta, the Buzz OS, and the Quake, and he throws them all four together. The Malta was probably the outlier um, in terms of stability, yeah. but the Buzz OS and the Quake, and then the drone, like they were all pretty close. But really, I, I might swap that. I would put BuzzOS out in Malta closer. No, you'd be surprised. And again, he he probably he had a proline quake, so it's different than what you guys have. But the huh. final comparison I wanted to say is that I feel like the quake, if we're using other discs, which you know, uh, the quake has, in my experience, kind of the glide. It's probably right in between that pine and verdict. I think it's kind of got the overstability of a verdict. But it's not as, and it's also got the glide that you like in a pine, you know, but not as. So it's like right in the middle. And I feel like for every brand, the Quake is still pretty unique. 
So it's not like a one to one to anything, but I'm just kind of trying to put it in a spot. And what plastic is that? Because mm. I'll be, I'll be, I'll the SP, be the one very, we're talking about, the SP. I, I, okay. All right. I don't That's see okay. that glide. Let's hear I don't it. see the pine glide. You don't, I don't see, see the, the pine, pine glide. glide. Interesting. No. Pine, pine, pine was my bread and butter for a very long time, okay. and the glide was. Well, I, I'm not, I'm not equating it to the pine. I'm just kind of like if I'm, if I'm charting it, and like the, uh, the, the verdict is up here with stability, or down here stability and glide. The pine's up here, less stable with glide. The I'll, I'll also say I don't have the, the arm speed to get any I, of them up to what they need to do to do things. I would also like to note that since this, this is a podcast and when Tyler says up here and down here, <laughs> he's he's literally moving his hands up and down. So. On his on his chest. Uh, so up yeah, here is I, just above his nipple right here is the pine. And down here is like around uh-huh. belly button. And this so one, you're visualizing. Th- the bar's belly it, is the quake, like the whole Well, thing. but his nipples are also like very offset. No, they're so not. No, it's, it's, his the, right it's the nipple, webcam. So you know. It's the webcam. Okay. Easy, easy guys you can you can sext after I'm the show going but to my, oh we will i mean my doctor's gonna the, fix that next week if the stability spectrum was like a, about tit level uh-huh. for uh tyler and then to bottom of beard yeah he was he was basically like uh right around shoulder for the verdict and then he had dropped it down to about uh collarbone clavicle yeah do you guys want clavicle do you guys want to hear the, my theory about the stability spectrum? Or do you want to get on and talk <laughs> about the beer? You can be honest. I, mean, I feel like we need to. I think, I feel, think we need to. I think we have yeah. to. Go I mean, ahead. I want to get on to the how, beer. How long will this take, Tyler? It's not long. I But I was thinking okay. about people's... Okay, so here's... Again, can you describe this visually to the podcast members? Imagine a bell no, curve. Nope, you, got, you have to explain that. They can that. imagine That's a bell curve. You guys are smart. Imagine yeah. a bell yeah, curve. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so it's just a bell curve. I think the X and Y axes of that are axes. Axes. Okay, yeah, thank, thank you. The, the axi of that are that axes. Oh, axes. Okay, sorry. I, I meant to axes, you guys, which terms I should use. But I think the axes are. So, are, right. <laughs> you just keep your. Okay. All right. Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. So, stability, right, left, and right. Okay. Bell curve. So, imagine a bell curve, but on the left and the right is stability. Okay. So, understable, overstable. Oh, I saw your notes. Okay. Oh, so you saw it. Can you pull your notes yeah, up? Yeah, yeah, look yeah. Yeah, why don't you just pull those up? Yeah, that's better that's for you than... Okay, so stability, okay. understable, overstable, right? On each side of the bell curve. And in the middle is... So straight. imagine... So for those of you not familiar with the bell curve, just imagine Space Ghost and just draw a line over his Perfect. head. Yeah, yeah. And then and then put uh, overstable on one side now, and... Now the y-axis... Under on the other. ...is... People's emotional connection to their discs. I was thinking about this today as I was driving around. Oh, I was actually driving to get this beer so we can transition smoothly after this. I was thinking about this. I'm like, I feel like one can only hope regardless of where you're wherever your arm speed is at. You just move the scale left or right to a new set of discs. But I feel like the the discs that are straight for people. That you can put on a hyzer work that way, throw dead straight or throw with a little bit of anhyzer. Those are the ones that you hear people like being in love with, you know, like like the the drift or the pipeline. The, like those, I love those discs. I like feel those discs when I throw them. Or the 
Or the FD the, or the, the, the Quake, buzz. like super overstable or super understable. Those are more just discs that I have that I like, that I use, but they're not like my, you know, like, like I don't get an emotional reaction from talking about those discs. And I'm like, but that's probably different for my teammate Barrett, who has a cannon for an arm. Like that's probably the Quake to him because it's a dead straight disc that he knows he can work and carve all these fun lines so i was like i'll bet there's a relationship to where people's arm speeds have them in the spectrum of disc molds i'll bet you get the most emotional reaction from the discs that you can like get the coolest flights from which traditionally would be the straighter discs, understable ones yeah yeah or like do you think barrett is is uh, offended that you considered him a teammate like it I, Do you think that he Barrett and I are barely speaking because he <laughs> because I'm leaving him. We played disc yesterday evening and it was pretty toxic. I mean, he's very, very sad that I'm abandoning him and running away with my family to Kansas City. <laughs> I need you guys to yeah. help with that. Well, he's he. Well, you know what? After he graduates high school. Right. It's going to change. things. Yeah, that'll be like, exciting. Things will open up for him. It'll be fine. It'll be good. Um does that so does that mean I'm, an, I'm 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 stepping back to your your bell curve does that mean i'm an outlier because i'm like i've actually i'm i'm actually shifting exactly into your bell curve the right way okay i think for the longest time i was give me the stupidest most overstable stupid shit like that that was my favorite flight yeah and uh i'm 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 not I like I'm like saddened to say this out loud and be honest oh, about wow. it. That's not at all where my world is anymore. I do like the overstable stuff, but I love smashing a disc straight up the gut. Right. Yeah. On a laser beam to the basket. Yeah. I, I've I guess you know what? It's just skill it's it's a skill set. It's skill level. Yeah. I think that's what it is. I think I'm finally starting to be as good as Robin and now I Ace is right around the corner, like, baby. Let's and now I thing. like throwing straight and laser beams. Mm-hmm. Um it just took me fifteen years. So there's hope for everyone. Yeah, sure. There you go, kids. Uh that's really all you're gonna say to that? Should we talk about beer? Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the I'm tired. It's bedtime. <laughs> so we ch- we chose this beer um, purely for Tyler because uh, one his favorite song, um, "Your Body Is a Wanderland." Uh, How did you? You by, oh, that's right. You have my browsing history. I forgot. Well, <laughs> yeah. true, but also don't don't ever talk shit about John 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 Mayer is. I was listening to say as I drove around, literally to get John this beer, Mayer so. is. An amazing musician. I feel like he's somehow underrated. This is the perfect beer to go to a John Mayer concert. Okay. Uh, to be I honest, like this is. I'll go watch fucking John Mayer shred hammered. Hell yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, Wonderland shreds. Nectarine uh, Ale, 7.5% alcohol. This is the most dangerous beer I think we've ever reviewed in this podcast. No. I, th- I think it so. Tastes, and, we it, did, and we did trends a couple just weeks ago. because it tastes so ago. good. It tastes and like fruit juice. And it's 7.5. And it's seven five. Yeah. Like it is wildly drinkable for a seven five. Yeah, like, like you don't, the, it doesn't it smack you in the face. This is like uh, cotton candy brandy from Big Mouth. Like it's like it's too 
amazing and accessible for how high al- the alcohol it, is. Tyler doesn't watch animated series, so he's yeah. you're gonna have is to it, explain that. Is to it him. from the 1960s? Because I probably haven't seen. No, it. it's not. <laughs> okay. It's not. All right, I'm sounds sorry. good. I'm sorry. Guy, can we can we remake <laughs> Big Mouth for like a 1960s audience? Hey, this is from Chico. Oh, hey, I've been there. I've been Full there. circle. So Sierra Nevada Brewing Company. Um, this is a, a fruity ale. It is shocking. Like I, I need someone to confirm that it's actually 7.5% because it pretty much is like a, it, you get some malt flavor to it. Mm-hmm. Nothing crazy, but you get some sweetness, some malt flavor. And then in strong. it pretty much like, I, I think I would say, have you ever had like the, the PTOs, like the, the PTO, <laughs> like the, the yeah, that's what it tastes yeah, like. Yeah, that's funny. Like wow, that's t- yeah, that's a very good comparison. It, it, that's, that's what it I'm is. I'm going to read it's the like a uh, liquid alcoholic version. Yeah, of that. I could totally see that. Do, do you, do you remember? And it's been a super long time since I had this. I, um, maybe like when I first left Chico or maybe the beginning of Chico. Do you remember Pyramid? Pyramid yeah, apricot ale? Yeah. Yeah. It's I like, don't know if pyramids around it's at all like, anymore. It's like pyramid apricot ale, but twice the alcohol. Hmm. Okay, let's And tastes the same. And that's why actually it's maybe a little bit. There's also there cleaner. was also a tangerine wheat by Lost Coast, which was uh, super popular. Which I have drank a lot of. I've possibly still very popular. But uh still nonetheless, those beers are in like the four percent range. And this is uh, 7.5. So uh, highly effective, uh, very fruity. It's also seasonal. So we're looking at the kind of the end of. We are. We are. But of, I think with the with the popularity and how quick it ran, um, my hope is it, it'll it'll come back around. Actually. Yeah. So, Tyler, tell us your opinion of the beer. Well, I think it's pretty offensive. The front label's got. It looks just like a big butt sitting in the middle of the mountains. So if you can get well, past mean, that. A, yeah. Well, yeah, just get past, you know, your Freudian Must thoughts. Must be really hard Kansas. looking at butts. All right. I'm going to read the back label uh, for us because they have a beautiful little little description to make it's it in emotional. California. Are you sure you can read it? Okay. So I'll read it in the accent of somebody that I feel like would have written it in California. Okay. Here we go. Set out and see where the adventure leads. Roam until your paradise appears, like this juicy golden sunset of a brew. Take it all in with an aroma of just-picked fruit, bold hop flavor, and a bright burst of nectarine. Enjoy the ride. Weren't you just in California? That's how everybody talked there. Seriously, like... You know, you know we were in California, right? And you guys, I mean, so did I nail it? Yeah, totally. Um, <laughs> Great job. It's uh, it's it is the only thing, and I'm just gonna move straight on this. Robin has something else to say, which he'll let me know. Um, the only thing that makes it kind of tough for a coarse beer is pretty. It's only in twelve ounce bottles. Not impossible, but it makes Why? it a little tough. Just like storage. Uh, it's yeah, just you know, glass. You know, is glass. Rough. Glass. Um, I don't. You can't take it to beaches. You know. You can't. I, you it's know. tough. It's, no. It's oh. just tough on the course. To no glass on beaches. Really? Because of yeah, never take glass because of the that. whales. Oh, you don't have beaches where you're at. Don't. don't El Dorado do Lake has a beach, but it's 
like there's that's a lake. Poop that's not a, that's not a, the that's zebra not a muscles and it's not really so like so like beaches have sand and stuff yeah we don't have that so when gla- when glass so when glass breaks okay and goes into sand and you walk in it in your bare feet what happens that's why you don't take bad, bad things that's why you don't take glass well yeah beaches. if you believe the liberals right yeah they're the ones accurate and we do so don't bring glass <laughs> to beaches um <laughs> I'll just jump out. Uh, I, I'm not against. I mean, wait, is that like a law, or is that like just like a don't bring? Yes, it it, wow, it actually is a law. Because like the it whole is. grocery bag thing was a shock when I got there. My one of my coworkers being like, "Dude, don't let the water run." When we were in the bathroom together, and I'm like, "Oh yeah, gosh, I never." Like I'm wondering how many other like outrageously wasteful things that I do every day that, you know, I didn't notice till I went out there. So the glass thing's not wasteful. It's just like I don't want to step on glass on the beach. <laughs> you don't want to waste like, your blood, right? You know, it's just being smart <laughs> yeah. and like you know. Like, a, I don't want to get hepatitis. <laughs> yeah, like, it's like same, same thing with the water. The water's also not law. It's just like, hey, we're in a drought. Like it'd be cool if you like save some water. Like your you know, your government is like the manager cool of office like, space right now. Like yeah as, as many crazy forest fires like that'd be that'd be so real if you neat. could not do that that that'd be great it, uh, pretty pretty much like but it's a simple thing not like can you come work on a saturday it's more like hey can you just like not r- run the water for no reason like just you know it's cool i'm like i was shaving but all right <laughs> listen you can well cry. <laughs> don't shave uh-huh. Here, <laughs> here's the suggestion you could just cry in a closet instead of the shower <laughs> yep yep yeah we don't need to cr- cry you know crying game showers are so like anti drought <laughs> just we're about crying games closet i just know i've never even thought in those terms so this is really fascinating really appreciate this guys well i mean it it is pride month so um yeah. i i hope I feel like I could drink another one of these. So I see what you mean about it being dangerous because I already had this beer f- 16 of them? from my local, you know, whatever, this Kolsch. How do you say it? Kolsch. Kolsch style ale. And then I had this thing and I'm like, oh, I feel fine. I could drink it. This tastes Is so good. Is that legit your like second beer through this whole podcast? Oh, it he's is. getting after it now. Woo! Why? Is that like not a lot or is that a lot? I'm not like a real uh, big drinker. We don't need it. I am like a big in. drinker, but I'm not like a big drinker, you know. To so. those, to those, uh, I'm doing it. You know, we don't, we don't need to put numbers on it. It's fine. Cheers. Um, very nice. Wonderland number two. Get him. Uh, this is an extremely dangerous beer. I, I just, it's, uh, it's right. Well, well, Tyler's like, I feel like I should have another one. Like, that's what it is. Like, you drink, you finish one, you're like, well, I should. I should probably just have another one. It tastes real good, and it was easy to go down. And let's uh, let's do another. Yeah, get after it. This could be the first night that I ever say the f word. Just get enough beers in me, could happen. Get it, get it. You know, I'll start it off for you. Farts. Oh wow, that was really close. I thought you were gonna say the bad f word. Oh, oh sorry, Firebird. Frick. Oh, f- okay. F two. What, what uh, you my others? my uh, <laughs> oh no, I had a thunderbird on a firebird. Never Here, mind. I'll I'll see if I can make this work. Um, I think the quake is trash. What 
uh, H. Come on. <laughs> the H. Come on. The, you really went H? You were talking about can't F even say hell. With, with, you didn't say hell. You went H? I can tell we've got a long ways to go, guys. We do. Pound the spear. We'll it. pause the podcast for eight minutes and we'll come back. You were nowhere close it's to cursing. Not no, it's not even like you, you, you couldn't even say hell. I mean, come on. I'm Come pretty on. sure the last time that I said the F word was like 1.30 in the morning when the toilet had overflown at our house because of a child. And there was refuse all over our floor and I was punching the wall. That's a quality moment to do it, though. Yeah. That's the thing. Like, there are moments where it's it's good. It's needed. <laughs> it's good. Yeah. You're trying to, like, make a it's case like, for it's, it. It's, um, <laughs> it's, it's, a it's noble. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's just like it's like a. Uh, uh, <laughs> yep, that's what's that, and that's like how I've always felt. Like when I was a kid growing up, um, I knew I couldn't say it, and then like one day it came out, uh-huh. and it was like it was basically my dad being like, "Yep, that's the right time to use it." And it was just like never, nothing. There was nothing about it. it was just like, uh huh. I was. I would have said it too right then. I was giving a Trev. I was giving Trevor a hard time because he was talking about how many great whites there were. at santa cruz because they were they're breeding right now or something hot and he's <laughs> shark fucking <laughs> that's what he, he said all these effing breeding sharks and then they moved on and i said hey can i just pull you back for a second like what a wasted word breeding was you know because you just said all these effing breeding sharks you know and it's like you could have just just pick one of them. You know, it means the exact yeah, same yeah, thing. Yeah, you like all these fucking sharks. <laughs> it, Boom, it, then you're good. It's good. <laughs> I I would just as an overarching philosophical thing. I I don't believe in restricting my words. Right. And uh, like I want to use the full palette. And since I'm not sophisticated enough to have use like the fancy words, like breeding that like all the journalists mm. and like you know writer people use. Right. I, I, you know, I got to make use of the other dirty words to get my points. Across. Well, and you grew up watching South Park. So, I mean, this is just kind of an I interesting. I know you grew up watching Arthur. You know? <laughs> I, I grew up watching all Wishbone. the F words in Arthur. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No. You're not my friend anymore. <laughs> oh, so, no, but, uh, you know, I, 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 it's important sometimes to emphasize your point by using a, an f-bomb or three. Oh, just in a row just ff yeah. doesn't seem as why not why don't you give it a try all right let me just let me just chug this down real fast and we'll just get freaking started <laughs> yeah get get it and then we'll give it yeah a this is a freaking fun time we're just having a just the <laughs> f- this is this is freak as as freak as. Yeah. Are we? Is this prom night right this now? Like podcast AF. Am I right, guys? Yeah. What does yeah. AF stand for? It stands for the F word. As Fortnite. Just about to say it. Just need about two and a half more hours and a few more of these. Which, by the anyway. way, anyway, yeah, yeah. Wonderland. I, so let's talk about let me this beer in Nevada. Delicious. Let me start off with it's the beer. It's Nevada, but yeah, let's go. It's Nevada, you a-hole. It's Nevada. No, it's not. It's Nevada. It's Nevada. Nevada sounds way classier than It's Nevada. No. Nevada. It's fucking Nevada. You guys probably say Arkansas, you know, and everybody knows it's Arkansas. 
we don't know. I don't give a shit we about Arkansas. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> you, t- Arkansas. you tell me how to pronounce Arkansas. But uh, Sierra Nevada, it's fucking Sierra Nevada. But it sounds way classier to say Sierra Nevada. It doesn't. It sounds like doesn't. you're from the south and you're like- janky. Wow, you went there. Oh, yeah, I said you it. You went there. You, I the said J it, word is I way mean, worse than the F word right now, by the, the way. The J word? Yeah. Don't you Arkansas us. <laughs> Ooh, boom. Nailed it. That was, that was, that was nailed it. Uh, anyway, okay. So, beer, course, yes, but be cautious. Mm. Yes. And, uh, you know, take your litter. Off the course, please. Don't take Especially glass. Especially glass. No glass. If, uh, I will say, so this is seasonal. If next year they put this out in cans, mm-hmm. that's a whole nother worry. Game changer. Like, that will be the course beer. Like, 100%. This tastes yeah. like a grown-up, you know, because like White Claws and like uh, those those cayman jacks or something there's a whole bunch of like fruity whatever that have a little bit of alcohol yeah cayman jacks is like a a fruity margarita thing with just a tiny bit of alcohol okay and okay or like like i'm I'm just saying like this feels like a grown-up version of that if you're looking for something with a lot of alcohol content but still like tastes good this is the beer for you well yeah well tastes fruity like i well you know we both feel like Beer tastes really good, but yes, on the on the on the fruitier note, for sure, it's it's rad. All right, the disc. Um, why would anyone carry this disc? Like, there's I I can't even think of any reason. Honestly, the disc. This sucks. this is a fantastic overstable. I think so. Um, it is extremely versatile. I I think if you're dealing with headwinds at the top end of your bag. Uh, in the mid-range level, uh, this is something that can easily uh, be implemented as part of your game. I, I I would love to see like the other ranges of it and see how Do you want me to send uh, you they this? fly. But so so and tell me this. I'll in send the, you in this. The, I do. Uh, I'll send in it the to you. DGA line. I'll send you these. How about that? I've got a granite quake. It says special blend, but this is. This is just the ledge stone version. This is a granite quake, and this is a. What I want is, quake. A, is I want like a more glidey quake, um, which right there, that's what you have, because right now I'll be honest. I'm gonna um, autograph them right now. My my our oh, our don't. new love. Oh, my please. new love no, is no. Put the sharpie away. Uh, the no no, the, no no. Oh, you're you're no, breaking you're it. The the all right, fine, do it. Prodigy A3 in the 300 and the 750. I've gross. just been able to. I, it, it is gross. I actually honestly feel gross saying it out loud. Yeah, you should. But they're just so rad. Like they're they're doing everything I wanted from an overstable uh, approach or mid. Like I throw my 300 A3. In lots of places that I threw uh, my titanium buzz, and I get similar results. Ooh. It's it's yeah, it's 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 weird. Um, One of you want to? I like the quake, but but right now, like the A three through the, the the different plastics I carry, just kind of take that spot in the back. How dare you? 
All right, which one? Do you, which one of you wants the D line, and which one of you wants the granite? I'll send them to uh, you. dibs on granite. Will we do another? I'm not going to throw them. You just won't do whatever. a review if we already did the SP. We're quake. not. We're going to do another do review. review. We don't. We don't do reviews on. We don't. Uh, honestly, like we don't come back. All right. Here's what we're going to do. We will. I'm going to send you the granite quake, and we're going to give away the D line quake to somebody in Slack I love this. who's yep. listening yes. to this right now, and they're going to be the first one. Wow, that means we'll know who was the first one to like listen all the way through. The very first person that comments the following and they phrase. say what the 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 time was that Tyler said fuck for the first time on a podcast. Yeah, exactly. You gotta you gotta comment that. You have to comment fuck in DGA holes in <laughs> no, our Slack channel. No, not in DGA holes. Keep DGA holes yes. pure. Comment it somewhere else. Oh, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna fuck that shit up now. That you said keep it pure. I'll tell you. I'll tell you right now. I'm gonna blast no, that the shit. The DGA holes are a wholesome. Group. Oh, it's gonna get real greasy. <laughs> Don't you worry. Now that you group. said it like that. You're bringing. As soon as you said it, that like it's it's happening. Okay, I'm sending one. I'm sending. I'm saying on this. All right. One so too, if Joe you want to join our Slack group, you go to throwstuffatstuff.com. There's a join Slack link in the main navigation. And you can join the most wonderful disc golf community that has ever existed in the history of disc golf communities. That's fair. There's a ride DGA holes. There, there DGA is sub channel. There is a special channel uh, called DGA holes. Tyler, how many people are in there right now? 114, sir. Damn. They're just doing DGA talk yeah. all the time. Yep. Talking about, uh, about you know, fucking anything you fucking could possibly. Quakes. What do my lips feel fucking. numb? Torrents, I feel like I need to keep fucking this. breakers. So get in there, and the first person to uh, fucking hurricanes. Oh, oh yes, that's love so, it. That's very sweet. Thank you. So uh, Tyler just put up on his video screen a nice uh, inscription on a granite quake that says "To Joan Robin with a heart and a penis." I think the and is a penis, but it's yeah. cool. But uh, so Tyler, if you don't want them to say fuck in DGA holes, what what will actually win them the disc? You need to comment the following sequence of words: quake, fuck, shit, no, cock. no. no. Oh, you can put that in general if you want. I don't care. In DGA, no, not in DGA. So we'll leave this open to everybody. Comment: quake is bay. You go you're like, the first like, one like B A Y A Y B E Y before all B A E B A E and so it's not B E Y. Uh, by the way, we're old and you guys don't know the things. No, uh, I mean I kind of the general I chat comment Quake is sold. Bay. You're the first one to comment Quake is Bay, and I'm gonna send you a D line Quake, and I'm gonna send Robin and Joe this granite Quake so that they can throw it around, uh, and they can understand the beauty of the D G A Quake. I would also recommend those of you uh, that do decide to do that to at Tyler mm -hmm. uh, in in that because that'll like kind of make sure that you're not the and, and he knows it's you. Then he knows. Look at this one. I wrote Quake is yep. Bay on so, the so uh, Quake nice. is Bay uh, like B A E and then at Tyler Brickley. Do that. That'll be fun. That'll be fun. All right. So as much as I say, I have other things I throw. Quake is a fantastic disc. It really is. Um, I told Robin this, and um, 
I didn't bring it up and I'll bring it up now. When we first reviewed the the breaker, I was hoping for a big beef boy. Which one did quake, you get? Uh oh, we had an old D line or it wasn't something. SP. Yeah, SP. I think it was D line. No, not SP. SP Flex. That's the beefy boy you're looking for. It's it wasn't SP. It was it's uh. Yeah, if it's D line, yeah, it's a pretty straight. No, it wasn't D line. It. it wasn't D line. I go find, find it. It. It, it, it wasn't D line. It was this is um, neither here nor there. But neither yeah, here sorry, nor there. I interrupted. It, it, it was. It was. Uh, it was. Um, the kind of disc that you color. wrap up it, a podcast on. Yes. Anyway, it wasn't as beef as I wanted, and the quake was what I wanted the breaker to be. A nice big beef boy. All right, Joe. So we are all in on the beer, correct? Yes. Tyler, you, you, you're you down with the beer? I am all in on the beer. I keep drinking it, and my lips are numb, and I just want to keep drinking it, and I'm not positive what's happening right now. But I don't think I've said the F word yet, so I don't think that means I'm too far gone. You still can. No You judgment. need some uh, Evan Williams honey whiskey. Yes. Uh, the first ever then, weir review, which is the whiskey then, then. disc review. You might grace us with a, a curse word, but um, oh, we'll get there. So yeah, so, so we're all in on the beer. We obviously have one down with the disc. Robin, are you gonna put in that? I'm not the gonna, one. Are you are think you I'm the one down with the disc? Oh, you hate the quake, right? We'll let your bosses Screw know. Screw the quake, uh, Robin. How do you feel about? I don't need to throw no. good. <laughs> I got other agendas out on the course. Okay, I don't need a disc that's like reliably consistent in headwinds. Okay, I want the one that I throw that you say, "What the frick just happened?" That one's <laughs> so supposed close. to go left. So you know, that's the disc that I want. You thought about it, Robin? Uh, you carrying the quake? No quake for me. While I Dang did it. enjoy the flight, um, it's it's I, I just. The mid-range is the toughest category for me. I, I I have not let a single mid-range in my bag since we started this podcast. What it's happened just, to the rift? I, you guys aren't carrying, neither one of you are carrying a DGA disc Well, I, right I throw now. buzzes, you know, so like. It's a, a kinda, rift is like a better buzz. So why would you not? Uh, I, or, yeah, you, you know. No, it is. Someday we'll hang out and you can throw my TI buzz in a big, oh. I love my. the TI buzz. I used to bag one. I got an ace with the TI buzz, but the rift is better. Me too. Woo. Joe? Show offs. <laughs> Joe, how many aces with TI buzzes do you have? Yeah, we have as to, many aces I have with the We have, to drill, down. We have to drill down just to keep it brief, you know, with the TI buzz specifically because we don't have all night. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, you're really selling your discs right now. Tyler. I really want uh, to uh, play around with you joe because i know that'll be the first ace that you get you need to get me uh, out there yeah i would love that and you're definitely not the 15th person to say this person is, to say the same thing this is why we like tyler though he's like thinking positively instead of i love that that's like, what we're about your, for your sure. podcast partner who is making fun of you and and creating a whole you know well listen you talk shit but <laughs> in the end everything is positive like when we play it's all positive that's what it's all about like being positive on the disc golf course is great with that said i'm not putting the quick in my bag either i like it but i've got um, between well, you know my what? A3s and uh, 
Just do respect. Screw you guys. That's a terrible decision, and I hate That's you. That's fine. That's fine. And like my my, my pilot, all that. Hey, hey, I we don't hate you. We love you. So you can just. It's because I have a quake world. in my bag. I mean, what's there to you hate? Know, yeah, as you should. One could say that the word hate is is probably worse than than using an f bomb here and there. Oh, for real? Oh, oh gosh, I, mean, I like, gotta true. stop saying true, that. True, 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 like, true, true. like hate has like real like intense meaning to it, whereas right. fuck is just kind of like a. Oh, it's just it's just like a filler word. Yeah, it's it's just like a an filler uh. word. It doesn't mean like to rape. Yeah. All right. So, no, four it's out of four <laughs> out of six is basically Tyler's refusal to use bad words. Like we know the intent is there, but he doesn't follow through. That's our review. Thanks everyone for listening. Wait, the DJ, the quake got four out of six. That's pretty good. Well, the quake and the beer together. So, like out of the, the quake six is of tied us, to this crappy ass beer. Well, we. <laughs> This beer is fantastic. That's not and you fair. voted for it, so gosh dang I it. I think you kind of missed your mark, Mark. We friend. should have put the Quake with Evan Williams honey whiskey. It would have been a six out of freaking six, and you guys would have had it in your bag. Gosh dang it. It, 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 it probably would have been the same score. Gosh, but yeah. Maybe worse, but I probably would have said yes. I'm to not sending. Whiskey, to be I'm not sending you this granite Quake. I'm not a hundred percent positive that you guys deserve I signed this. These discs. And I'll just hold on. To <laughs> now I'm just well, going to make mean, Instagram <laughs> posts just letting you guys know what you're missing. <laughs> Please do that. Please just put Instagram for me. Hey, just got another ace, Joe. Just go podcast. Look what you're missing this out This could have been your ace, but I just got it with the granite quake, you a-hole. <laughs> just use bad words, Tyler. No judgment here. Yeah, but Also, by the way, uh, fuck doesn't mean rape. What, what? That's what. Why it, did you have to bring? That's what it means. It, no, that is yes, not it does. at all. Of course it what? does. What? I'm no. googling it. Well, right you're now. in a you're in a I'm different googling world, my it friend. Right now, <laughs> this is absolutely not definition. What not it means? All. Not at all. Oh, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. Huh. Wow, you really nailed that one. Now, <laughs> if you add. Uh, uh, you know, non-consensual fuck. Yeah. Then yes. Well, that's very different. That, very different. Whoa. whoa, whoa, whoa! My mother-in-law was wrong. You know, I really trusted her. Or type uh, in surprise sex. Same thing. Described her wrong. Yeah, yeah. So it's really just uh So we did a podcast. <laughs> yeah, it just says f. It says have sex with, and then in in quotation marks it says someone. I love like that. I would have like, assumed that. They didn't need five to put minutes that in ago, Rob was like, let's wrap this up. And now he's just like, all right, where can we go? <laughs> yeah. Oh, you great. guys want to like be great. done recording? Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> or just how deep can we Seems go? Seems like a fantastic point in the show to just like maybe. Hey, we're, we really appreciate y'all listening. But I mean, we, I appreciate you. You learned something just now. I did. Via Google. I did. That, uh, you know, you guys have F-bomb. no class, no taste in overstable mid-ranges. <laughs> You do know more about words than me, but you don't bag the quake. So listen, f bombs can be consensual. Sex, Let's you just... guys. <laughs> Hot. I Hot. like it. Well, that's all we got for you on this episode of the Disc Golf Podcast. Thank you to Tyler Brickley of DGA oh, and Disc Golf Comedy. We really appreciate you coming on. And uh, anything you want to plug before we. Uh, you know, uh, 
fuck off on this one. Pretend you weren't actually here. Yeah, that's I'd also just like okay. To say that any views and opinions expressed in this podcast may or may not necessarily represent the views of DGA Disc Golf Association LLC or any of its affiliates, and may have been the uh, sole opinions of the user Tyler Brickley. Pretty confident they'd be pretty pumped with what you did. Just saying. It's going to be great. It's going to be fine. In the meantime, check out our website, throw, throw stuff at stuff.com. Uh, we have a join Slack link to get to the best disc golf community in the world, as we mentioned earlier. We also have uh, like some discs and cups and stuff like that. Like there's pins, other things you can buy. It's great. Check it out. Patreon.com slash the disc golf podcast get access to our pre-shows we do one before every single episode and there are now like 150 of them so if you burn through our episodes and you're looking for more content join our patreon and you will have access suddenly to all of our pre-shows dating back to like episode 80 or something like that so check it out it's worth it you will love it if you love the show you will love the pre-shows. Patreon.com slash The Disc Golf Podcast. Thank you, Tyler. Thank you, Joe. Get out there this weekend and throw stuff at stuff. This is a song for the aceless. For those with aces, listen closely. You don't always have to huck it hard. In fact, sometimes that's not right to do. Sometimes you got to lay it up And fucking not run an ace or two Sometimes you got to ease If you want to put the D's and the B's Sometimes you got to say Hey, I'm gonna throw it softly I'm gonna hug it gently I'm gonna flick it Smoothly, I'm gonna toss it so sweetly. And then you say, Hey, I hit some metal. And then you say, Wait a minute, Robin. I think I'm starting to get it now. Could you fill my throat for me? That's fucking teamwork. What's your favorite disc? That's cool with me, it's not a trespass, but I guess it works for you. What's your favorite beer? The only answer is an IPA, so let's go to the bar. And then I'm gonna flick it so sweetly. And then I'll fucking hug it softly. And then I'll fucking throw it perfectly. But then I'm gonna hug it.